Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. <laughs> Moving on, you know. Let's talk about some of the limitations to our, to our free will. Some of these are pretty straightforward. You know, it's like, duh, natural law, mm-hmm. right? You know, you can't... You, you can't jump to space. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you're Superman or, or, or Thor. Right. You know, they, they could cheat physics all day long. Right. right? We're you not know, cheating it. it. Math, you can't get around math. Two plus two is only equal to two. Mm-hmm. Four. Wow. Well, no, nah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the inside, <laughs> you know, the inside joke, man. You can't cheat physics. So uh, we were talking offline earlier, right? There's this event. I used to do events, right? Void living. I used to um, set up um, commercial oh events and everything. Yeah, it's funny, right? Get my you drink. <laughs> I used to set up events, um, corporate events for uh, hotels and meetings and stuff like that, right? And I was doing this event. At the um, Hilton Lincoln Center here in Dallas, right? In the heart of Dallas. And the stage, the stage decks, they were gray, right? And the woman who was really in charge of getting everything <laughs> set up for this corporation that I will not name, that I don't, I don't remember who it was, but it doesn't matter. But um, she wanted them to be black. Right. Her name Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted them to be black. I don't know why, but she she would not let go of that. And um, and, you know, other state, other other hotels stuff. They have black stages. That's not a problem. Like the, mm-hmm. like the um, like the um, Gaylord Texan, for instance. They have black stages, right? And um, anyways, this hotel only had gray stages. So. So when she asked, like, is it possible for them to, for, uh, to have black stages? I'm like, okay, well, probably shouldn't be a problem. Let me call up banquets, you know, and see if they got any black stages, right? So I call up banquets. Guy comes down, and he promptly throws me under the bus. He's like, no, we don't really have black stages. We only have gray. But uh, I know this guy's company over here, they, they, um, they, they have black carpet and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, we don't sell carpet. That's not our, our forte. We we have a vendor we go through, right. right? But we don't. That's not in our portfolio stuff. We we don't. Anyways, so I told her about our vendor and told her a quote and stuff like that. She wasn't having it. She didn't like the prices, hmm. right? So then she started coming up with ideas. You can almost see the wheels turning in her head. Right? Come right. start coming up with ideas like how can we I can make this stage black? <laughs> <laughs> That's not part of the story. <laughs> she started coming up with ideas of how can make the stage black, and you know, back behind the stage with the black drape, mm-hmm. right? And she's asking like, "Well, is any way we could take this drape down and you know, or or have some other drape and put it on the stage, and make it black?" I'm like, "Ma'am, there's no not enough tape in the world. Yes, there's not enough <laughs> tape in the world to make this safe. Like you're gonna trip, y'all got heels, stuff like that. Like it's, it's not gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know." And then, <laughs> without missing a beat, I'm telling you, she was heart attack serious, right? Heart she attack. turned to me and said, without even missing a beat, without blinking, she was like, well, there's any way you can take these lights and shine it on the stage to make it dark. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do everything within me to control my facial muscles. And I don't think I succeeded, to be honest. Right. You know? <laughs> because I'm like... Did you just hear what you just said? Uh, like, ma'am, you cannot cheat physics. No. I didn't say that to her, but in my mind, I said, no. ma'am, I don't think that's... But, like, black lights don't work like that. Right. Like, 
you know, I, I kind of got what she was getting at, like the black light, but it don't work like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, the moral of the story is you cannot I cheat physics. physics. <laughs> but anyways, we digress. Another limitation, spiritual law. All right. All right. And we talked about another episode about the whole logical argument about moral absolutes. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't. Listen, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, there's no such thing as more absolutes, but then in the same breath, be like, back to blue. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't say there's more, you can't say there's moral relativism, yet you believe in cops. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you believe in cops if everything is moral relativism? Mm-hmm. So if I break into your house and steal your TV, you're going to call the cops? Why? They say you're wrong. I I I I'll be like, no, like you're wrong for calling the cops. I was able to take it from you. Right. You know, too bad. Poo poo on you. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you had it. I want it. I got it. What's right. the big deal? Right. Right. Why do we lock up Bernie Madoff for stealing millions of dollars? If more if moralities are if morality is relative. Absolutely. Right? Right. No, that's a limitation of our free will. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to go steal. See, all the things that's in the um the Ten Commandments, you know, people have to think that, oh, it's all negative. Do not do this. Do not do that. Do not do this. I'm like, well, it actually the implication is that we have the freedom to have these things. Right. You know, if if the if the idea is thou shalt not steal, the implication is you're allowed to have stuff. Right. And you're allowed to, there's a recourse for right. that if it is stolen. Right. You know, the concept of justice arise, right. Arise, right. Uh, arises out of that. Right. Right. Yeah. And without getting too deep into theology, just backing up what you said, the moral law is important in order to confine us. Yes, we have free will, but if there was no moral law within us, then it would just be chaos. Yeah. And it would be. A Noah situation where guys like they just every every thought is evil. It's anarchy. They're out of there. I, I'm I'm flooding it. They By the way, go. not the new under the sun. People yeah. think that the, the all stuff now is a, oh like we're we're so smart. We we invented mm-hmm. these things. I mean, yeah. not new under the sun. Yep. And I do. Yep. You know another aspect of uh, spiritual limitations is you know our own bodies, right? Yep. So. Here's what Paul says. Check out what old Paul says. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Romans 7, 15 through a 25. And I like the New Living Translation for this because it just kind of makes it a little more clear. Right. Um, a lot of times it can get really, like, wordy in how he's saying some things, right? But uh, here's what he says. Um, I don't really, and I quote, I don't really understand myself for what I want to do, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. Mm-hmm. And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is, in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong. But I do it anyways. But if I do what it, but if I do what I don't want to do, am I not really the one doing wrong? It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle in life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, 
but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death. Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sin, the limitation of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. All right. It's a good text. <clears throat> he, he He's laying out the, the battle that there's another text. He says, sin wages war against my soul. Yeah. And so it's a true battle with the sin that is in him and that we have free will, yet we still have to battle with sin even as a believer. Sin is within us. And mm -hmm. so it does limit us from being, it limited Paul from truly, of course, Paul would want to be sinless, right? Mm -hmm. All believers desire to be sinless. Ultimately, we will be. We see that in the end. He says, I... I, I, I can recall yeah. the uh, the ESV or the King James, which I did <laughs> like that version. But he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who yep. can deliver me from this body of sin? And then he's thanking God for Jesus because he understands that one day he will come and get us and we will get a new body and we'll be sinless. Yep. But as of right now, we have the limitation of dealing with sin. Yep. So there it is. You know, and because of that, we get into consequences, right? Mm -hmm. So some of our natural consequences is, you know, pretty straightforward. Again, you know, we talk about natural stuff because mm -hmm. our default nature before we come to Christ is natural, mm -hmm. right? So it's a natural framework. Mm -hmm. And we have natural consequences to some of our free will, you know? Mm -hmm. You have gain, you have loss, mm -hmm. right? So say, for example, you know, you invest your money well. You know, you're gonna do you're gonna do all right, mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, until the stock market mm -hmm. drops and then you suffer loss. Mm -hmm. Right? It, it's some things you can't control, right? You know, it, but it, it all depends on you chose to take on that risk, you know. Um I'm reminded of Proverbs where it talks about the diligent and it also talks about the slothful and you know there's free will in that get up and go and work hard and you will have abundance right mm -hmm. but the individual that's slothful and making excuses will be put to forced labor or they'll be without when, oh, they, when man. it comes time I remember that really woke me up when I first saw that yep. in um, Proverbs you know it's <laughs> yeah, um, there's like three different ones um, they'll kind of come to mind at the same time mm -hmm. but I think the one that stands out the most is like a little more sleep a little more slumber a little more folding of the hands mm -hmm. and then poverty will, will strike you like an armed robber absolutely and I'm like wow yep <laughs> woke yep. me up oh yeah oh yeah so yeah just with the free will it can it can affect your gain and loss mm -hmm. life and death yeah, I mean, if you chose to drive a, a truck with a high center of gravity over a 60-degree curve at 90 miles an hour, you're going to suffer the consequences. <laughs> I have a Catch story. Physics. There was a, um, I guess you can call him a friend. We were cool in school, and um, I remember when I first got saved, I was, was trying to invite him to uh, to do Bible study with me. You know, I want to share the word with him. I was talking to him. He worked at Subway. And he was like, um, yeah, man, I need to do that, you know. And he was he was uh, gang affiliated. Mm. And um, 
you know, I remember talking to him. I was like, dude, you don't have to do that. You know, his mom was a gang member formerly, but she wasn't anymore. I said, you got a mom that love you. You got a sister. You in college. You don't have to do that. I'm like, come to this Bible study, man. Let's let's talk about it. He's like, okay, I'm going to come. A couple months later, he ends up getting shot dead at a, a mm. party. He was at a party and um That's terrible. They they started um set well, let me let me everybody ain't gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they were throwing up gang signs and uh they were rival gang members and uh they ended up getting into a shootout and he was killed. So again, the what uh, his free will, his choice could have been let me go to the Bible study with Jason, let me hear about what he's talking about, potentially be uh becoming saved. He doesn't end up in a situation where he's at a party and shot dead at 22 he's gone so much life to live man yep i remember at 22 i was still overseas in japan i was Mm -hmm. a watch supervisor and and i'm not gonna get into that right now but you know it it was man i was living my best life (laughs) (laughs) your best life now (laughs) but no it was a good time though Mm -hmm. you know i think back about it it a lot of fond memories you know i was in leadership you know i was flowing in my element i I knew who i was at that point of time in my life you know this is pre-christ right this is before i became a christian Mm -hmm. and i knew who i was and i was moving up in the ranks because i was good at my job i was good at my job because i loved my job my job gave me that sense of identity and purpose and you couldn't tell me nothing at that point you know Mm. and um man but to see to, to to see someone's life end because of consequences that could have been avoided, right? Because right? all you had to do was choose differently, mm-hmm. right? Use your own free will to choose differently, all right? You know. And that one touches me. <laughs> I'm sitting here right now. That one touches me. Yeah, it touches me, man. Yeah. And then, um, last but not least, talk about some spiritual consequences. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you've a lot of people heard this from Christians, you know, you know about, so, oh, you got going to hell, blah, 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 whatever. Like, look, we, we, we've mentioned before in prior episodes, like, mm-hmm. we're not here with that kind of a message, that tone of a message. Right. We're not going to shy away from the fact that there is a hell mm-hmm. and that, unfortunately, some, you know, good-meaning people, some well-intentioned, right. you know, outwardly good people right. would probably end up there, mm. right? You know, so we're not going to shy away from that fact. But at the same time, you know, we're not going to come at you with the kind of tone that that's where you're going and that's the end of the story. Right. You know, I'm like, as long as there's breath in your lungs, mm-hmm. there is hope for redemption. Mm-hmm. And only God knows. You can be on your deathbed, mm-hmm. you know, and you come to realization, like, you know what, I've been wrong all my life. What they've been saying is right. And if they're saying it's right and, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to die and, 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 you know, be tortured for the rest of, the rest of the eternity. Right. Mm-hmm. So as Christ said, he did not come to condemn the world. He came to save it. We, yep. we 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 really condemn ourselves when we choose not to accept him. So that's an eternal uh, spiritual consequence. Yeah. You know? um, for believers, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, or hold on, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, it talks about um, our crown, our, our rewards anyway, mm-hmm. the reward system and how if, if it's not, Basically, what it's saying is if if, if what the work you did wasn't really for the Lord, then you can be well intended and you can have the, the right mind. Like, this is what we're going to do, right? It's going to be for the Lord and it wasn't for him, then you're going to suffer loss. Yeah. You know? He uses an analogy of like some stuff like, like gold, mm-hmm. right? It would be purified through mm-hmm. fire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And other stuff 
you know, will pass through the fire like sticks and hey, you straw, know, like, hey, right. straw, it'll right. burn up and right. you'll suffer loss, but right. you'll still have your life. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And for the believers. Right. So it's kinda like what Jesus said, like, you know, though like it's good that you obey the commandments, but even if you don't obey the commandments, you'll be, you'll be called the least in heaven. Right. All right. Right. It's interesting. I was thinking about that literally yesterday, I believe. It wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. And I was like, I think we take that lightly. As a side note, anyway, I think we take that lightly. If there, if we can suffer loss and there are rewards, then that must it must be important, you know, because most people's mindset is, I just want to get to heaven. No, I want the rewards. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, what am I missing out on? Heaven is... Well, I mean, Jesus is the is the main target. Right, heaven is the benefit package. Right, you know, and then a the right. reward stuff like that. Like we don't know exactly what. Then the Bible is not really doesn't really uh, um, tell us exactly what we'll be doing in in heaven, and, and for good reason. You know, because we shouldn't be so heavenly minded that we're no no earthly good. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right. But but it clearly it clearly shows that there's some sort of hierarchy. You know, in heaven, because mm-hmm. you're gonna have you're gonna have twenty four elders mm-hmm. they're still there you know some of us maybe i don't think all of us but i think some of us will be judging angels mm-hmm. right and stuff like that so i mean it's yeah the it, disciples names on the uh in the city yeah stones mm-hmm. so absolutely there, there, there's and then also like the crowns you earn and stuff like that mm-hmm. so so it tells you that there's some sort of hierarchy there can be some people with more crowns than others some people with no crowns mm-hmm. right so it tells me that there's some sort of hierarchy there you know what it actually all means uh you know, I'll just leave that alone. I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, I'm trying. To, <laughs> I'm trying to have all the badges. <laughs> Be juggling my crowns, you know. <laughs> you know, but that's really it on free will. You know, we're gonna come back at you later about um, God's sovereignty um, in a different episode. And uh, man, because it's so much there and so rich and, and and a lot to go there. And again, we're not trying to have arguments with people. We're not trying to have debates. Because I, I've never, have you ever heard of anyone being saved by from debate? No. Like, man, I watched it debate and I decided to put my life in Christ. I never heard of it. Never heard of it. No. It may exist, but it's, 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 it's not the, it's norm. Not the norm. It's not the norm. <laughs> you know? I was saved in the crack house. That's not the norm. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it happened doesn't make it the norm. But please check out our videos. Yes. Watch them. Tune in. We got some good content. We're talking about some good stuff. And um, if you know us personally, then... Hit us up and we can talk yes. about these things. Yes, 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 yes. Hit us up on the comments. Mm-hmm. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, um, Amazon, we're everywhere you can find us. You know, you're gonna look for that dove, look for that X, look for that flag, mm-hmm. and then you'll find out where we stand on some of these issues. Yes, and if you see pigeons, don't park under a tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's your host, Ray Tucker. And Jay Jones. We are signing off. <laughs> <laughs>